Hi, I'm Susan Raff, and welcome to Real Talk. We have a very, very special program today, something a little bit different than politics. We're going to talk about Miss USA Connecticut and Miss USA Connecticut team. Both of these women won their uh, pageant back in April and will go on to compete in Miss USA in October. And it was a fun experience. I was actually a host or a judge for that. And what was exciting for me was not just to see and be part of the process, but I think it was more than about beauty. Uh, it was about so much more than that. So without further ado, I want to introduce Jade Ferdinand. Hi, guys. Hi, she's <laughs> Miss Connecticut team. And my name is Carla Ponte Roque, and I am Miss Connecticut USA. Congratulations on your win, and thank you for joining thank us here thank on Real you. Talk. Um, one of the, again, one of the things that I learned is how hard you really have to work at this. Can you share this from your perspective on how, how it took, what did you have to do to get here? Hmm. I definitely was working really hard on my mental health and my mental space. I really wanted to be a good role model as being in this position and also be able to inspire others that were going through the same thing that I was going through with my anxiety and my panic disorder that I struggled on for a while. It's still to this day, but I've learned so many ways to cope with it, and I want to be able to share that with other people and also help them on their journey to overcome whatever they're going through. So I definitely feel like the mental space was huge for me, making sure I was in the right place, making sure that I had a plan on how I want to want excuse me want to deliver my message to other kids out there, anybody that's looking up to me. It's interesting that you mention mental health because we heard that from a lot of the young contestants. Uh, women today. Is that part of uh, <coughs> young people today that are struggling with a lot of things, right? Yes. Absolutely. I actually am the older sister of a 16-year-old, and that's something I got the opportunity to talk about in my interview and got to embarrass her a little bit on my final question. <laughs> and just talking with her about what her life has been like post-COVID and how that has all affected her as someone who went from middle school to high school, the changes that she had to make in terms of friendship and feeling isolated, that can all turn itself into needing to talk about their mental health and as an older sister with such a huge age gap she has so much technology ahead of her that I didn't quite have at her age and I can only imagine the pressures she must feel if at my own age I feel it at 16 when you're still trying to figure yourself out and you're going through the motions of high school how that can affect you. Do you think there's a lot of pressure I mean, clearly on social media to be beautiful and both of you clearly are um, and so a lot of young people struggle with that. They're not perfect, they're not tall enough, they're not thin enough. Uh, how do you, you know, work around that with some of the p young people that you're with, Jade? I definitely think as somebody myself who dealt with low self-esteem at a point as well, especially in high school, social media, I think a lot of the time is focused in on being that perfect person and not showing your true authentic self and almost like kind of seems like a lot of the time people are putting on a mask which has gave the impression for other people out there to be perfect or kind of match up to this unrealistic expectation. I think what really helped me was taking a step away from comparing myself on social media and using it to for good and by posting positive affirmations, focusing on different things instead of focusing in on what this person's doing with their life and what that person's doing with their life instead of 
I should have been focusing on me and myself and my growth and my journey, which helped me to not compare myself anymore and put me in a completely different mind space that's helped me to overcome myself, my low self-esteem. Have you participated in a lot of pageants? Is this part of something, you know, to get to this level, you have to do a lot of them? And what is that like? So it's different for each person, for sure. I did compete in other pageants prior to competing for this one and winning it. But there are individuals that go just once and get to win it all or return after many years of not competing and then end up winning. And that was my case for this title. It's kind of funny because one of the hosts was Carolina Lunny, um, a former Miss Massachusetts USA, and that was the first pageant that I had done that was to this magnitude of being able to represent a state, uh, aside from local pageants. And that was 10 years ago. I did not win, I made top 15, but she was our host. And a whole 10 years after, I end up winning the Miss Connecticut title. And during those 10 years, a lot has happened, a lot has changed. I went from being an 18-year-old just going into college to now almost 28 and experiencing so many different things that all of those aspects helped me become a better contestant, a better version of myself, and ultimately was what the judges saw and were able to see in me the contestant and the winner that they wanted to represent the state. But others are just able to show that on their very first try, and that's incredible too. I think looking from the outside, some people are critical of pageants, right? They think, you know, it's all about beauty and not much else. And it was eye-opening for me being a judge at Miss Connecticut USA because I realized there's so much more that goes into it other than your physical appearance, right? Yes. I think the beauty of pageantry is the journey that oneself takes. I know this was my second try, but I tried back in 2021, and I was a completely different person than I am today. <laughs> I was super shy. I really wasn't, I always kind of shied away from my true self, especially showing it on stage. It takes a lot to get up there, and even during interview, really being able to just show your full self and be comfortable with yourself. And pageantry, it's beautiful because you can go in as one person and come out as a different person, a better person, and see yourself grow over the years. I think that was a lot of a takeaway for me, was to see <clears throat> young women be able to articulate, speak publicly, and I think that's kind of something that's going away today because of social media, mm -hmm. right? So people are not talking to people as much or yeah. on the phone, yes. and I realize that that's an, a skill that a lot of people don't have and the pageant can kind of empower you to become more comfortable speaking, right? Absolutely. Communication is such a big component of our everyday to day life, but we just don't think about it. And aside of communication, we have to think about how we command the room. And I think that's something that people think isn't important, but anywhere you go, there is someone always looking at you there's always some sort of influence that you're going to have around you whether it's a positive one or a negative one the moment you realize that what you do and what you say can change someone else's life just your everyday life you're better able to make positive um, skill sets you're able to make a positive change with those around you when you notice how much influence you have just in your everyday life and pageantry taught me that but the fact that all of us have a different background makes it an even better experience. I got to compete with cheerleaders, with firefighters. There's so many different aspects.
we all know that competing is expensive, right? I think Jade and I were talking yes. about that. <laughs> and, it, and, you know, for a long time, you didn't see a lot of women of color participating in these pageants. Mm -hmm. uh, and I wonder if it's because of that. But it's changing, isn't it? Absolutely. I feel very fortunate to be able to sit here um, as a Puerto Rican woman and to have Jade next to me. Yes. Um, Jade and I, we did not imagine the response we were going to get after we won. And when we saw some positive comments, which is great, we also saw a lot of negative comments. Yeah. Negative we comments. saw negative comments in terms of our color. <laughs> we saw negative comments because of a lot of different reasons. And we chose to take those comments, brush it over our shoulders, yes. and say, good, we just did something that may have bothered some small portion of individuals, but boy, must have we also have made a bigger it, impact yes. to be able to get such a negative it's response. It's wonderful yes. that you're able to turn <laughs> that around because it isn't easy getting negative comments. I can only imagine, and I don't want to. Really, <laughs> no, I don't even want to think about how, how but... Um, <clears throat> Let's talk about going forward. Yes. So, um, Jade, you're from Stanford. Carla, yes. you live in New Haven. Jade is 19, and you are 28 next week. Woo! Woo! <laughs> that was one of the things, too, I found interesting, and Jade mm -hmm. and I talked about this, that um, the age group is so uh, uh, vast for mm -hmm. women uh, from Miss Connecticut, USA. Some mm -hmm. of the girls were uh, in college. Some were already out of college, had mm -hmm. careers. So... It's a wide array, array of people. It is. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yes. Um, going forward, and what are some of the things that you get when you become Miss Connecticut Teen? Well, an amazing platform to use it to my ability to be able to continue to be an inspiration and also share my story and inspire others or anybody out there that's going through the same thing. But also the experience, it's unimaginable and it's amazing to be able to travel around Connecticut and just experience so many things that I never knew that I could do before. <laughs> but also it's been such a beautiful journey and learning about so many different people and also learning about myself along the journey, which is just amazing. And for you? I agree wholeheartedly. The opportunities that you get sometimes are overwhelming in the best way possible. I remember sitting with Barbara and Jade the following morning, going over just some of the incredible package of prizes that we get based to, you know, thanks to um, our sponsors. Yes. And I actually started crying yeah. because I know what it's like to go without. I know what it's like to live um, homelessly and to hear all of these individuals believe in you, believe in the vision that you have for the mm -hmm. year in what your work is going to be outside of pageantry and what you want to accomplish for me in healthcare. Yes. And for them to say, hey, we not only support you, but we would love to aid you during this journey by yes. you know, providing these resources for you. It is the most humbling experience because you, you just don't know until you're in it just how grateful and wonderful all of those nights that you're freaking out preparing. Yes. How much my feet were hurting, <laughs> how much food I was thinking about when I was being called Miss Connecticut. I'm like, I'm going to go have dinner tonight. I mean, it's all so worth it because of the relationships you get to form yes. within your state and outside of your state. What are, you, what are your goals? Where, you know, and how do you think uh, winning if you are lucky enough to win in October, but you're a winner now. So with that, you know, what do you hope that the pageant experience will bring to Carla as the 
woman going into her career? What would you like to do? So I actually, the first day I went back to work, I work as a nurse at Yale New Haven Health Hospital, and they were like, bring your crown and sash. So I did. I brought my crown and sash, and I got to join our safety calls, and I waved at everyone. I'm like, well, I got to go get back to my patients. <laughs> uh, this has been really fun. But because of pageantry and now having this title, I get to talk about healthcare in a whole different format. Not only can I talk about mental health, which Jade and I both feel strongly for, but the um, health disparities that we have within the state of Connecticut. And hopefully if I win the title in October, I get to talk about that nationally because it's something that's occurring in my own backyard. That's fantastic. But when you yes. look at it as a whole, there is a lot to be discussed, not only for Hispanic communities, which being able to speak Spanish, I can have a bit of a stronger dialogue, but everywhere, especially post COVID, I think we're realizing that there are some problems and maybe I can't change them all. I know I can't, but I can make some headways. I can talk about it. I can talk about my experience at bedside, um, the degrees that I have previously, the degrees I'm currently earning. That is what this journey means to me and what the Miss USA title would help me do. What about you, Jade? What do you hope to do uh, in your life and accomplish? Yes, yeah, so I am going to continue my platform that I have at the moment to just really speak on anxiety, uh, depression as well. I think this is a big issue that we're having. Um, and to be, I just want to be able to speak on that and be a voice. I think a lot of the time people that are dealing with mental health don't always feel heard or understood. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time that results in us just being quiet and silent. So I think by me having the opportunity to be that voice and tell people that it's okay what they're going through and that I understand what they're going through and what helped me overcome it is really huge to me so that I can hope, hopefully help at least one person out there understand that no matter what you're going through, that's not how it has to always be and you can overcome whatever you're going through and it's not something especially with mental health that stays with you forever how sometimes people can feel a lot of the time but I was able to overcome it and I want to inspire others that they're able to overcome it too and share what I did to overcome my mental health. Thank you it's one of the reasons I wanted to hear from you today because I think that a lot of people don't realize you know, what young people are going through and how <clears throat> being out in public can really help people. Yeah. Okay. You brought some uh, little boxes. To <laughs> so let's see what you have. Yes. <laughs> are they with you? Yes. Yes, they oh, are. We have here, them right, right over. Here. Can you Go reach them? You can get them. Yes. Okay, she get up. <laughs> We're trapped. Okay. Here you are, right. Carla. Oh, thank so you. Excited. I love props. Okay. <laughs> All right, here comes mine. Okay, <laughs> so tell us what these boxes are. These are your crowns, obviously. Yes. <laughs> these are trusty crown boxes Absolutely. that join us everywhere we go. And this is what you get when you compete in the pageant? Yes. yes. Okay, and what else? You have some other things in there. Yes, so I have my autocraft cards in here. I'll open it up. It has a cute little mirror for on the go. For any touch-ups, I have my car keys in here, my crown, and a cute little pillowcase to have your crown on. Just so cute. And they're customizable, so yes. without talking to each other, <laughs> we ended up picking the colors of our evening gowns. Yes. But we did not do that also on purpose. 
I, I mean, it sounds too coincidental, but I promise you, I was looking at the colors. And I'm like, oh, blue's my favorite. That's not the reason why I picked it as my evening gown. And Jade did the same thing. She said, pink is my favorite. I love pink. But that's not the reason she even picked her evening so gown. So it was just so a coincidence, but it it's a cute one. Well, I'll just say pad, uh, pageants are keeping the evening gown manufacturers. Absolutely. Absolutely. There were many different outfits every five minutes. Now you're going on uh, to October. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is it important to win? Are there scholarships, prizes? Tell me about that part mm-hmm. of it so that people understand what it means now to. And now you compete with, you know, Miss USA's from all over the country. Mm-hmm. So now it gets tough. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, it gets tough, it gets exciting. It sounds corny, but it gets sisterly. It yes. gets sisterly because I already am in a group chat with all of the winners that have already started to get crowned. We have a couple more states left, mm-hmm. and we're already pack, like planning girls trips on when we're going to meet up before even competing because it's very exciting to win USA, and you so have so much. even though it's so competitive, much. there is a certain kind of oh, sisterhood absolutely. around oh, winning. Because yes. you've yes. all been in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And that's tough to describe to somebody who hasn't been in the same situation. You have to give them a whole new lingo. Um, it's a whole nother vocabulary system that you have to learn the difference between USA and Miss America. Oh, yes. So sometimes it's a lot easier. <laughs> right, so for our viewers and listeners, what is the big difference between Miss USA and Miss America? So I would say the number one difference is talent. So the Miss America system has a talent portion. The Miss USA does not have a talent portion. It doesn't mean we're without talent. It just means <laughs> no, we no, don't. No, no, no. no. It just means we're not judged on talent. Um, hats off to, of course, our Miss Connecticut representatives that are mm-hmm. in that system. But that's one of the biggest difference. Next would be the swimsuit competition, which I know can be very controversial for some. Yes. And we have the swimsuit competition. The Miss America system has a athletic wear competition mm-hmm. now that they're bringing yes. back. So those are these are the two I would say largest systems but there are others of course Miss World Miss Grand International there are so many systems and that again for me is a reminder that it's not all about the competition and it's about the experiences and memories that you gain because it was all just for competition why would we need so many of them why wouldn't there just be that one top prize or that one top competitive um, system. Mm -hmm. No, we have multiple because they each bring something different. Mm -hmm. If you become Miss USA, what do you get to do? Do you get to travel? Do you get scholarship money? How does that work? Yes, so you do get to travel, which is a lot of fun. And you have a larger platform, which is important to have a reason to use. If you have a platform but without any um, signaling or without any type of passion, then you're just sitting on something. So knowing what you stand for mm-hmm. and then using that platform to express your thoughts, to create change, to meet with legislation if you would like to, that's my favorite part is that there's not one script. Each previous Miss USA has used it in her own and unique way mm-hmm. because it's about the girl and which is something I said in my interview. I don't need this title as cocky as it sounds. I know who I am and the work that I want to do. Yes. This just gives me a larger voice, a larger reach and platform to do it with. Yes. What will you do if you are lucky enough to win in October? And what do you want most mm-hmm. people to know about you mm-hmm. and how you want to use your title? Well, I 
definitely I'm a huge advocate for mental health, of course, and my anxiety and just sharing my story and using it and and using that platform, that platform that we will be given to just be able to share my tips, share affirmations. I like to do these daily quotes now that I just started and I would really like to continue that as well. Go on lives, be able to travel and talk to so many different people out there that are going through so many different situations and being able to learn so much about other people's stories as well and find ways to also help everybody's story and help everyone's journey um, to overcome what they're going through as well, which is huge. So I want to be that role model for so many teens or young adults out there. I want to thank you for joining me today. I think it's important because, you know, I have, um, you know, I judged, and I did judge Miss Rhode Island (coughs) several years ago. And I found that, you know, the perception for a lot of people is that they think this is all about beauty. But there's a lot more to it. And you can use uh, your title to do so much, whether Mm -hmm. it's in healthcare mental health Mm -hmm. and really make a difference to a lot of people and I think that's very important. Yes. So the the Miss USA pageant is in October but we don't know the date yet. Is that correct? Correct. It's a little bit of a surprise. I like surprises though so I will take it. Um, (laughs) Hopefully they will let me know before two weeks because I got to put time off for work. Uh, (laughs) I do work full time. (laughs) Although everyone's been really great so I know if I call them and I'm like hey I just found out today they would be able to work with me but but I do like to plan, a bit of a planner. <laughs> okay, so we're going to encourage people in October, stay tuned, <laughs> yes. to when the date is so that we can uh, cheer on Carla and Jade in the Miss USA pageant. I want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So much fun. Thank you, everybody, for thank listening you. and watching. <laughs>